Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. Oh, another rainy, rainy, rainy day. Driving to go help out a friend and just sitting here thinking about something. I had a, I started just going down this deep rabbit hole of thoughts and it was more about to talk out loud and record myself while doing this long drive or not. Because I was thinking about, you know, back in the day when you thought social media was just that, social media, and not what it really is. Once you started to get comfortable with it and putting things out there, you know, hitting submit, hitting post, and uh, waiting for feedback to validate or create whatever response you were looking to create. And I thought perhaps that's what's happening with me now because I feel like I'm more talkative than I've ever been. And maybe it's just TMI and maybe everything that I'm putting out there that I, I think I'm putting out as an independent just thought process of possibly challenging other people to think of having independent thought process about certain things that I don't know, rambling, but and then using stories and uh, memories or conversations. Every person, I have like six different people that want to do this with me as a conversation that I truly want to do and look forward to. And it just doesn't happen. And I want to make that happen because I'm, I'm feeling like that's something that I also want to do. But I decided to turn it on when I got to the point of Oh my gosh, I do have to do this. I do have to say this out loud because I have been very worried that perhaps some of the things I say, even though I'm saying them from a good hearted place, I'm saying it from a disclaimer. I know possibly uneducated. I do know that I do not know everything that I do not know. I'm not trying to make that a secret in any way, shape or form. I may say something that someone views as very ignorant. That's not my intention and that's not my hope. But then I would hope that because I put it out there in a way of meaning nothing more than to help everyone to see things from a new lens or a new filter, new perspective, new ideas, idea sharing, that's all I'm doing. Thoughts that maybe in, in the, in the current environment we are in, you don't know what will turn into someone's violence. Now, I know it's not going to be me because I avoid that as at all costs, 100% all costs. I don't think it's necessary and would wish it stop everywhere, everywhere on the globe. I just want everyone to drop everything and just chill the hell out and quit killing each other, please. Whew. And... I was thinking about all of the systems, all of the divide. I left a, a board meeting. I'm, I actually get the pleasure to volunteer on a board that uh, I don't want to throw them out because they may not want to be affiliated with my freedom of thought, but beautiful, wonderful, awesome organization. and. Um, We used to always say the Pledge of Allegiance before the prayer, 
and we didn't say the Pledge of Allegiance today, but there also was no flag present because we're still in a makeshift space because we have to have this whole spread out thing, but we're allowed to meet. It had been by phone for a year, so it's good to see each other again. But I thought about that Pledge of Allegiance, and, and if you'll just let me, humble me, let me say it out loud because I want to say it out loud. I've missed saying it. I miss that. I mean, I, as a kid growing up, had to say it every single day in school. That was just without a doubt. So, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. How could anyone be against that statement? I think that is a beautiful statement. Liberty and justice for all. All. Indivisible. One nation we stand under God. Let's do that. Please. Please, 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 please say it aloud and love it. That is who we are. And I just helped approve a 0% mortgage for a family who immigrated from Egypt and became a citizen in 12, 2012 and is working the American dream and wrote the most beautiful, patriotic, lovely letter of the honor to be a part of the program and to build this home that will start his true chapter now that he has had his first child. It is beautiful, hair-raising, goose-bumpy amazingness. And I love it. And that is exactly the hopes and dreams of Americans who are welcoming new Americans to the fold. We want our children, his child, his family, to get up and be able to walk down the street, to be safe, to, to have resources to help keep you safe and protected and give you the opportunities to perform so that you may naturally work up whatever career pursuit you have. All of that is possible. Now, is it broken? Yeah, but it's broken because we've allowed, you know, those things to happen. They're uh, elected officials like letting us down. So I was trying to think back because now it's divided, but I don't believe we think it's divided the way we do. I mean, you can go over all the other things you, you might believe are dividing us because there are. There are lots of mechanisms right now to try and make people um, be divided, but they're not consistently true because even though they say that we're dividing because of the reasons we're dividing, we truly are not because they're allowing like, like, for example, I'm not even going to be vague here. You could be a gay conservative. Well, they don't like you. You're not welcome. You're not allowed to come to the club. You know, well, I'm not even going to go in there. But I was trying to figure out, so to me, the 50-50 or the real division or where you really have to choose your line in the sand. Now, what the, the what the ratings are, the rankings, I don't know. I, don't, I, I truly, in my heart of hearts, believe it is not 50-50. No way. But we'll never really know right now. That's not the point. <clears throat> point is, is I'm trying to figure out why it became such a this one or that one, whole ticket or whole ticket. 
but here's my story. This is what made me turn this on. Again, you call me ignorant and say, no, this is what happened, what happened, but this is my story. When I was a young, new voter person, meaning I really wasn't aware, I knew that I could vote, I knew I was over 18, but wasn't really involved in any, nothing local, like, I don't know, I even remember finding out they vote on Tuesdays, I'm like, why do you have to vote on a Tuesday? But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm impressionable, young and learning, and because of the, you know, it's not like I grew up in a household where my parents were like, make sure you vote, did you get your stick? Like, no, we didn't talk about it. So, I remember I was working at the juvenile home, which is where, you know, you intervened a lot. And believe me, there was a lot of physicals and you didn't, that's why I know when I talk about violence or why I support police or um, why I wish every single person would shadow or, uh, or experience hands-on touring or doing something. Like I would want maybe tour prisons whatever. I don't even know, but experience what it is they are criticizing by experiencing it. So anyway, one of my coworkers, her dad was running for sheriff and she was hoping we would all vote for her dad. I knew who he was and didn't have any qualms or complaints or, you know, I didn't know anything. Seemed like a upstanding gentleman and I like his daughter. So, okay, I'll help out. Yeah. So I go vote. Now, by this time, I was in my mid twenties. I had already voted for a president and I had already voted because there was, I know I was all like, I remember going and voting for somebody else for something. I don't remember what it was, but I've, I've already voted. Okay. It's happened a couple times. I know the process. I know where to go, the civic center, all that. So which by the way, I think we should have them back in different kinds of buildings and not, they moved them out of churches and they put them into schools this last election. I don't know why they did that because I have always voted at the church since I've lived here for nine years and I am an actual voter because I'm involved in, you know, things I, I really do pay attention and, and want to have a voter say and, and research and again, independently. I don't go all ticket, stupid, but I remember that when I went in for him to vote at the check-in station with the, you know, those sweet old ladies that would check in, they don't, they're not around now. It's a bunch of youngsters, but in schools, but sweet ladies, you know, they usually have biscuits or muffins or stuff too for all the people. I was asked for the first time what party I was at or what party I'm part of. And I'm like, I don't know. Well, you have to be one. And I'm like, I, I have no idea what I am. They'd already checked me in. They had already verified that I am who I am, gave me my ID, driver's license. So This was the first time I remember, and I remember because I remember, because my response was, what are my choices? I know, stay with me guys, you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, really? And I remember them giving me the oddest look of, 
like full Republican, Democrat, or you could say an independent. And I said, well, I want to be an independent. Well, turned out I couldn't be. Long story short, what I said to him was, and I, I won't say the sheriff's name, but what was, what party is blank blank on? Because they explained like a ticket and that kind of thing. And then they told me, and I, and at the time, he was a Republican. Well, I said, I'm that. I'll be that. So, lo and behold, the next three times I voted, I remember I had to tell him what my party was so that I could get the, the voting for them on it. Does that make sense? So I literally flip-flopped. I wonder if there's like some record to see how many times, because I don't know if it was two. Like memory, those are the kind of memories where you may have, I don't know. So I don't know if it was like two times or five, but I do remember changing my parties because I wanted to be able to vote for the person I needed to vote for. So my thought was, and this is what that realization moment there was that I just played back for myself was because I thought it was weird that I had to pick. I thought it was weird that I couldn't just pick the person I liked the best because I wanted to vote for that person and then have like a mixed bag of all of it. But that's where I thought it was because now it's literally, it, and it, maybe it always was this way because I think it always was this way because you know me, I'm the one that says, I think they've been plotting and doing all this crap for decades for my whole life. So I'm sure this was in the playbook at some point, but this would have happened in the nineties. And I just remember always thinking that you, they all duked it out, but they duked it out. But I didn't realize there was like, for instance, I've known about the civil war. I used to actually get taught it in school, the, the normal, like sad, horrible way that slavery is bad, you don't do that, and this is what happened, and, and people were killing each other, and this country wanted to be, it's, these states broke away because they wanted to make their own country so that they didn't have to be around everybody else. Problem was back then, because it was the 1800s, anybody that fell within them lines had to be a part of that line whether they wanted to or not. So there was some movement going on. People were moving out, moving in, whatever. So anyway, I kind of feel like that's what's happening again because it's either all or nothing. It's either you're on this side of it or you're on this side of it. And that's not true. There is so many things that now, because that's the rule, like you still have to pick. I almost feel like it's one of those, like, uh, like you have to, you have to justify one piece or part of it that you normally wouldn't like because it's still better than changing to the other side. So that's why there's so much marred lines because it's either one or the other. It can't be a mixture of all because a mixture of all is actually what we need. And that's what I thought we were doing back then, but now it's just you either have one in control or the other because their ideal system, and I'm not talking about HR and social and all that stuff. I'm not talking about <clears throat> who you marry or what you carry. I'm not. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just talking about the fundamental belief of the business model they want our country to be. 
from the way we're structured with our taxes to what you're going to make me pay to what's going to happen in my neighborhood to what kind of police I'm going to have, like all that stuff, all, all that. Fundamentally different. So because to me that is, that is a matter of survival. That is a matter of diminishing return. That is, a, you know, I have to keep staying on one side and it really bothers me because I feel like we could make so many more, so much more progress the other way. And I just thought of that story because I remember that. And I remember, I just wanted to vote for the person that I liked. It shouldn't matter. And now I remember when I voted and I had to declare who I was, you had no options. Like you were either all R or all D or all like independent, but you didn't have a full roster where you could Maybe I'm wrong. Am I remembering this? I don't think so, though. I, I think that's the way it was. Oh. It's just weird. Something I noticed. And there you have it. Another episode of Oh Hey Heather. I hope it has made you think of a story of your own or how you could relate to this one. Or if anything, just something you could enjoy. Thanks everyone and have a great one.